Live from New York, it's the show that was taking confetti out of its hair at 10 p.m. last man. night. Let's go. <laughs> it's Please the no. Please no. Super Bowl Tuesday. And why Tyreek Hill is calling Mahomes and Kelsey the greatest duo ever, meanwhile, in New England or at a gym. I mean, <sighs> what? What? You don't. It looks like he's swinging That's, a bat. Oh, you bro. for baseball. If you've lost Kevin Wilds, you've lost America. <laughs> and finally, it's a special. It's going to work, Wilds. It's going to work. Trust me. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Bro, if you cannot take my Mac Jones corner from me, <laughs> the guy's on to Sounds like you're leaping off the corner. I, mean, oh, uh, I tried not to watch it until we talked about it, but now I've seen. Alliterative Tuesday Tears edition. They still, have tears they still today? Yeah, you better draw them up. Oh, we didn't even man. introduce anyone. We start with a win out of a loss. Jalen Hurts, first ever player with 300 passing yards, 70 rushing yards, and three rushing touchdowns. Let's dig deeper into the numbers. Hurts in the Super Bowl ranks among QBs to lose, which seems kind of mean, but it's a complimentary graphic. Team points, 35 is the best. Four touchdowns is the best. Yards, third best. Completion percentage, fifth. So, Brew, uh, are you ready to say he's officially a top five quarterback? Look, I was, I think of everyone on this panel. I was the most in Jalen Hurts' corner going into the Super Bowl. That's true. All right? But I'm not yet ready wow. to say, Don't say top five. Because uh, here's the thing officially. Yeah. Officially is you're there every year. You are in the top five every year no matter what. These are the official guys to me. Mahomes, obviously, officially okay. number one. Official. And I got Josh Allen Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow in the top, like, five officially. Okay. Officially. After that, it's going to change year to year. You could argue that Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith, this year, Jalen Hurts, obviously, that they're in there. But will those three necessarily be in there next year? Could be Justin Herbert. Could be Lamar Jackson. Right. So, no, I, I, Nick, I just need to see more but if you were than one year. That- I'm with you going into next year, and I said this yesterday. Going into next year, if they do QB rankings, he'll be in the top five. But would he be in yours? If you right now, I mean, you don't have to give him right now, but right now. Yeah, I would put him. But, again, it's not permanent. I wouldn't be surprised if someone, Lamar, or somebody moves ahead of him during the course of next season. I would be surprised if it's not – if in the top four – Obviously, Mahomes will be there, but Josh Allen and Burrow will be. I expect so them to be there too. They can't and the rest can. Sh- yeah, those so, three are official. Well, I mean, I, you I, you've seen enough from Hurts. I mean, no, look, no, no. great year say, like, and you, one great saying, game. You're saying you need more than one great year, and I'm not sure if you've watched in the regular season Josh Allen's career, but there's one. He great was year. in the MVP conversation. Yeah. That's, he literally got a vote. Oh, oh you're saying this year? You yeah. Got, okay, I don't. Listen. He was great this year. Oh, oh, he was great this year. Okay, he wasn't so MVP. I, he wasn't Mahomes. I he was agree with you that we need larger samples with quarterbacks who've been in the league a long time. So, like, with Geno, Geno was excellent for the majority of this year, tailed off a bit at the end. But because we have a large sample of him not being that, now maybe it was because of lack of opportunity. But that's true. Then being more skeptical of it's fine. Burrow has really only played two years. I was ready to call him a top-five quarterback after his second year, right. which, was only his, which was his only full year. Because it's like, okay, he doesn't have a long history of it, but what we've seen of him has been excellent. Yeah. Jalen's been a starter for two years. One of the years, he was excellent. And I was a Jalen Hurts skeptic. 
There's no denying it. I'm not running from it. I was very curious about how he would fare in the postseason, how he would fare in this moment. And he rose to the occasion. And I don't give him credit for the fumble, but I do give him credit for a guy who, and I know you guys got mad when I would mention this stuff, played poorly in postseason games in college and then played poorly in the postseason last year, then gets to the Super Bowl, has what could be a horrible moment, an unforced fumble. It's not like someone even jarred it loose. To then rally and not have kind of the ghosts of playoff games pass come and get you, I thought was really impressive. So I, I got a little ahead of myself yesterday when I gave you the quarterback rankings and had Jalen number two. Uh-huh. I had Mahomes one, two, it three. Was so I didn't, it wasn't told, Yeah, it was more about a Mahomes graphic. But I, can I just show you? I got Is a pyramid. Official? Oh, a pyramid? I've got a quarterback pyramid. pyramid. Quarterback. I've got a, pyra- a quarterback pyramid if you'd like to see it. Mahomes at the oh, top. The Burrow and the Prince is top three. Oh, Caleb, Hurt, Caleb's a nice Caleb young Williams, man, but this is a little. And like, Justin Herbert. And then about Allen, the Lamar, Zach, and Rodgers. That's right now to me the 10 best quarterbacks alive. How Those, is Herbert better than Josh Allen? I just watch him and I think he's better. And I also, here's the other part of it that I will mention when it comes to Trevor, Jalen, and Justin Herbert. I do give a little curve to guys that are younger because I think they are more likely to improve and we're projecting for next year. So Patrick is 27. Mm -hmm. Burrow, Lamar, and Josh Allen are all 26. Jalen and Justin are 24. And, of course, the Prince is 23. And then Caleb's 21. I mean, my guy is skyrocketing. But, so, yeah, I mean, I think Herbert's better than Josh Allen. I think he's more reliable than Josh Allen. But let's not argue about Josh Allen. To me... Jalen Hurts has done enough, especially at that age with a limited sample size, to show you he should be considered a top-five quarterback. And going into the year, Wilds, I said on the very popular What's Right podcast, oh, I thought he was popular. the 25th best quarterback in football. I didn't believe in him. But, I mean, i got to give the guy credit for what he's accomplished. I agree. So, Top-five officially. Yeah. I was going to take out my gavel. Oh, oh yeah. yeah he's you a, haven't used the gavel the in gavel. quite some time. Officially top-five. I don't think that's debatable. Here's the it, thing. It Look, is debatable. He's, he went to the he went all the way, and of all the quarterbacks to lose, he scored the most. He points. had one. Look again. I think it's he's a full year. Next Why? year going in, he would be top five. I gotta see more. But did you feel that way about Burrow going into this year? Was Burrow Burrow not officially because top five? he's he's thrown it more consistently and. Burrow didn't have the supporting cast. That's what you were thinking that Eagles got to the Super Bowl on. The great receivers, the great offensive line, the great defense. And Herbert had – um, Burrow had well, none of that other than well, the receivers. Yeah, the great receivers. But he had a yeah. horrible offensive line and the defense was pretty good. Defense. Just quick hypothetical. If Jalen Hurts would have won the Super Bowl, where would you have put him? If the ball I, bounced I, Honestly, I think I may have felt the same way. Oh, okay. Well, what do you want the guy to do then? I want him he to do it a little more longer. consistently. That's all. Wow, that's, that's a shame, all. bro. You could have been the you first You jump guy. on and off. You're, you're no. on Mac now. You're off I'm Mac. Always, Mac. No, I'm always I on Mac I don't know. Jones. You didn't sound like it in well, the, in the it's opener. A, it's unconditional love, but I'm not going to be happy with everything you do. <laughs> that's that's tough love. I'm uh, tough love well, on Jay. I'm also tough love. I want to keep him working. I want to keep him working. Other news out of Philly. Colts have not rehired Jeff Saturday. Well, that they, was good. They are hiring uh, Eagles OC Shane Steichen. Eagles also lost their defensive coordinator, but I think that has a little bit less to do with Jalen Hurts' uh, you know, production next year. So, Nick, do you think Jalen takes a step back next year? 
No, I, no OC or new OC at least. I don't for two reasons because I think this is different. We obviously saw Josh Allen lose Brian Dable, and it did seem to hurt him. Yeah. But that is one of the downsides of having a defensive coach. Is that right. if the if your offense is awesome, your offensive coordinator gets picked away, and now are you going to have it? And I know Dorsey wasn't running a new system, but it's still it's not as smooth. Because Nick Sirianni's there, and I know he's not calling plays, but he is an offensive-minded coach, they are going to run a very similar system, and because the guy taking over for him, Brian Johnson, has been his quarterback coach for as long as Shane Steichen has been his offensive coordinator for as long as Nick Sirianni's been there. So I don't think this is good news for Jalen, but the fact of the matter is it, it is inevitable If you are a great quarterback with a great offense, you are going to lose your offensive coordinator unless, of course, he's Eric Bieniemy, and no one will hire him for reasons that are so patently obvious we don't even discuss it anymore. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles were – I don't think this is a huge deal for them. I think it's a far bigger deal if you have a defensive-minded head coach. Well, first, let me say this about Josh. Touchdowns and interceptions were virtually the same. Passer rating was higher this year, so – and I think yards per game were, were even higher. It so. seemed like he missed Dable to me. But yeah, that's fine. Dable's, Dable's really good. But I, I don't think I, – look, Steichen was the guy when he took over play calling like in the middle of last year. That's when Jalen started to surge, obviously, and looked like he was a really good quarterback. But I, I'm with Nick. I think – first of all, I think great quarterbacks are fine. They may go a little down or a little up depending on the coordinator, but he's going to be good no matter what. And I think all the intangibles we always talk about, the work ethic, the drive, the ambition, that leads me to think he'll be fine. You think Tom Brady missed Bruce Arians? That's true, but he's also 45 years old. But Yeah, but, but I didn't he think did that was an age thing. I thought like the, the offense looked very different once Bruce left and Byron left, which is still there. And I, I know think it's the everybody missed you're arguing. No, that's a good yeah, point. But I, I feel that like we're just point. downplaying it. Well, I guess, so hold on. You think, if you think he's going to suffer with Stike and not there – how how did you just pull out suffer. the gavel? I'm just taking a step back. Well, I, certainly a step five. back is you out of top five. No, not to me. The, here's <laughs> the three. Here's <laughs> the, here's the reason, Wilds. Is be, I do think that and now it again. It is not uh, it, each of these situations is different on its own because sometimes the offensive-minded head coach is also the play caller. Mm -hmm. That is not the case in Philadelphia. Sirianni was not calling plays. Shane Steichen was. And so I do think there will be a bit of a learning curve there. However, because they are not hiring from the outside, right? Because it is someone he has been with. Because it is someone that Sirianni's been with. And because I would imagine they have been preparing for this. For the Midway point of the season, we started hearing the moment Jalen's name was brought up as an MVP candidate, Shane Steichen's name got started getting brought up as a potential next head coach in this league. So I think they probably have a plan there. Also, I do not know. I know it's on the topic. I'll be very quick here. I do not know how the Cardinals can hire Jonathan Gannon to be their head coach after that Super Bowl. I flatly don't. I I flatly don't know how if you, you're already taking a risk right. in hiring a defensive-minded coach in a league that's going offense, offense, offense. You're going to try to marry him to your quarterback that you had a quarter of a billion dollars into, so you're doing it because it's one thing to hire D'Amico Ryans. Right. It's another thing entirely to hire a defensive coordinator that it looks like maybe that the schemes worked great against terrible quarterbacks and had no adjustments ready in the Super Bowl. That, that would concern the hell out of me. 
If the Cardinals get to the Super Bowl, like you know, we might be in trouble. Oh no, uh, no, I, I <laughs> like we'll cross you that. You picking them this year? The Cardinals? Yeah. No, you. you know, I believe in Kyler. I'm one of the last. <laughs> standing. Somebody uh, whispered Eagles in my ear, he might good be the, for the sport. of defense. Philly's <laughs> unstoppable fourth and one push play. They went five for five on it this postseason. Turned punting situations into automatic first downs. Nick, yeah. you got a hot take here. You think this should be illegal. Why? Well, it's not just that I think it should be. This rule is 1,000% eventually getting changed. There is it is an utter certainty this rule gets changed because the longer they allow it, the more teams will do it, the better teams will get at it, the smarter it will become, and football will look away the league doesn't want it to look. If a team figures out how to get four yards on this, they'll run it every play. That's the thing. I was wondering why the, the Eagles the, weren't going right, for it. Right. They will run it. If you can, it, right now they get two or three yards right. every time they run it. If you can find a way to make it 50% better, you can run it on first down and just keep I think running. it'll be difficult and it'll look, to get four yards. Well, maybe, but, but, but maybe nobody has schemed it up. Like, hold on, wait. We have running backs and wide receivers as the ones pushing them. What if we put every offensive lineman on the – you know, like, and guess what it'll look like? Rugby. And yeah. the NFL wants the league to look a certain way, and it's about quarterbacks and throwing the football. So they're definitely changing the rule. Like that is, and I'm glad for a lot of reasons, but I'm glad the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl in this regard because it would sound like sour grapes for me saying you got to change this rule. But they don't want football to look like a sport that isn't football, and that play doesn't look like the way modern American football is played. Well, here's what I'll say. If it gets to that point where teams are doing it and it's unstoppable no matter who the team is, I'm with you. But I don't know, and I don't have the data. Obviously, some teams tried it here more than we've ever seen. But if other teams are doing it and not having the success of the Eagles, then I I don't think you should change the rule because then it tells me it's not the play, it's the personnel. And I think that's what the NFL should do. Look at all the other teams and how much they did it and see how much success they had. Because, look, the the Eagles have been great on QB sneaks ever since Jason Kelsey was there. Sure. That's his greatness. They got the best offensive line in the league. And then you got a quarterback that bench presses six or a squat 600 pounds. So I think their personnel might have a lot to do with it. And if other teams aren't this successful or even close – then I think, hey, the Eagles but are just great I, at this. We're not going to take it away see, from them. I think they would, though, Wilds. I think even just if because it's, if other teams try yes, it and because, can't do it. Because what if the what if the Eagles get better at it? What if the Eagles next year come out and this is this is half of their offense? Then you, no, hold on. <laughs> well, you got you. You're no, looking at me like it's ridiculous. What I'm saying is they already have kind of hacked the quarterback sneak in a way we never thought was possible. And it is the reason I think the NFL is going to step in early is because you can't step in late. If it's week three and it's like, oh, my God, this team has an unstoppable play, and it's one thing to have an unstoppable play that's fun and exciting to watch. It's another thing for it to be the worst-looking play in the sport. <laughs> it's another thing for it's it to three be yards in a cloud right, of dust. That or, used to be football, right? But, it, but not quite like that. And so you can't. What you can't do. What wouldn't be fair is for it to be mid-October and be like we're sure, changing. You can't a rule. do it in the middle. You of can't year. do it in the middle of a season. So I would be shocked 
if the NFL does not change this offseason. This offseason. Wow. Off okay. okay. There you go. You heard it here first. It's a good thing that the you guys won. It would have awesome. been a bad, bad It, it would have been a bad yeah, would have looked the rules. It would have yeah, been a bad Yeah, it would sound like a Bills fan. Oh. Change the rules because we lost. Kelsey next. First things first. <laughs> Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor, your ultimate solution to better eating. Each Factor meal is always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 and use code firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off. That's code firstthingsfirst50 at factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off, fuel up, eat better, and achieve greatness. Get started today. As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to recognize Teresa Weatherspoon. You already know her credentials. NCAA champ with Louisiana Tech, two-time All-American, two-time WNBA Defensive Player of the Year, five-time WNBA All-Star, Olympic gold medalist, Naismith Hall of Famer, Class of 2019, and now an assistant coach for the New Orleans Pelicans. What you might not know about Spoon, though, is why she's an MVP off the court. As one of the few female coaches in the NBA, let alone a black female coach, she's blazing new trails and doing it with such class. I asked her one time how she handles being a woman in a man's world, and she told me, oh, no, wrong way to look at it. I belong here just as much as any male gen. Got it, Spoon. Lesson learned. NBA players making millions respect her so much because she genuinely cares. She's humble enough to notice others and take the time to get involved, but she's wise enough to give advice that really makes a difference. Zion Williamson credits Spoon with helping him through those dark days of the foot injury that cost him all of last season. I mean, he tears up when he starts talking about her. Spoon also notices the undrafted two-way players. They go under her wing, too. She makes everybody feel like someone important. It's a beautiful lesson for a coach impacting athletes, but it's just as important in life for the rest of us. Thank you, Jen. Welcome back to First Things First. Tyreek Hill weighed in on his former teammates saying, 15 and 87 have to be the greatest duo of all time. First off, Nick, yeah. interesting that Tyreek Hill said this. I thought it was nice. Yeah, it, I did too. It was. Yeah. I thought he it, might go know the what? other way. Reunion may be on what, the horizon. What, that they're the worst? No, I, I, I thought he might have no said reunion. something slick. No. Like he <laughs> was during the preseason, right? <laughs> oh, that that Tua Tyreek and Tua. Yeah. Best duo of all time. Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings is here. Up, Greg, Greg, thanks Good for listening. joining us today. Well, I appreciate you spending time with the First Things First family. Nick, do you yeah. agree? <laughs> That's the best duo of all time. I think he's in a better mood. I do. 
And I think some of our viewers are going to instantly say Montana Rice. And what I would like to either remind them or educate them on is this. Mahomes and Kelsey have played more games together than Jerry Rice and Joe Montana did. I think that's shocking because Jerry's numbers are so unbelievable. But mm-hmm. you have to remember, Montana was there far before Jerry got there. Mm-hmm. And then Montana you know, was hurt and then benched and then left and went to Kansas City. And Jerry just kept on playing. So Montana and Rice played 88 games together. Mahomes and Kelsey have played 92 games together. In their games together... They have 7,400 yards, 60 touchdowns, a 118 rating when throwing to Travis Kelsey, and nearly and 597 catches. So it's five years. It averages. It's the most obviously completions, yards, and touchdowns of any duo in this span. It averages on a season 1,500 yards, 120 catches, and 12 touchdowns. You add to it, they are the most prolific playoff duo ever. I know it's weird because they're a tight end, but it's better than Peyton Marvin. It's better than Brady Gronk. Yesterday when people were, Greg, when we were getting the Gronk argument, it was about Gronk's blocking. That's fine for a who's the best tight end argument. It's not fine for who's the best duo ever. So I do think you have them, they have been prolific. They have won. They both might end up the best ever at their positions. I think one of them already is. And Travis will get there. Um, and so, yeah, I, the, uh, I think it's the best duo ever. I, I'm going with Montana and Rice. All right. And here's – you gave some numbers, but here's the thing. Both of them had a five – Montana and Rice played together five years, 86 to 90, right? Yep. We got five years of Kelsey and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. My, they both won two Super Bowls in their five years, yep. so that's, kind, that's obviously a wash. Here's the thing, though. In those five years, Kelsey only led them in receiving twice, right? Like you had Tyreek was there, and obviously this year, I mean, three times. This was the third time. So sure. when, when Tyreek Hill was there, they, I, I get now and, and taking nothing away from Kelsey. But it was certainly an argument, man, is Kelsey, is it Kelsey and Mahomes or is it Tyreek and Mahomes? It really was all three. Sure. So you see what I'm saying? He split a little bit of that. And then here's the thing. Rice in his five years with Montana – he led the league in ca- yards, yards receiving three times. He led the league in catches one time. He led the league in touchdowns four times. And he led in yards per game twice. Kelsey in the five years with Mahomes hasn't led the league in any category. Like yeah, but you know, he's like finished no. top five I think that hurts. Your, I think that hurts your case. Why? How? Because Tyreek takes away from what Kelsey well, could have done. Uh, hey, if he like, was, if he was, was he their number one option? It's it's not even about him being the number one option. For but him. was and he? Obviously, I'm think I'm I'm with you on this. I think it is. Wow. Uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. I do. And was I he did. their number one option all five years? No, he was not okay. their number. Okay. So okay. how how in the world? Right. Let me let oh. me finish. Yeah. Jerry was the best receiver ever. He was exactly. He was their. No, he was Montana's number one option. So when in doubt, I'm going. I got one guy that I'm going to. You have to share the field with another special, talented guy in Tyreek Hill. That means you're not going to even get the opportunities that a guy like Jerry Rice was able to get. I'm not knocking what they did. We all respect it. But what these two are doing and have done, and with the guy being on the other side and you still are putting up these numbers – 
Are you kidding and, and me? And here's the question Even I would ask. Even this year, why? though, he didn't lead the league in those well, categories well, no I said. No has ever about, led the league right. in receiving yards. He, but he has finished. He has, he has more. He has seven 1,000-yard receiving yards seasons at right. that position in a row. No one else has more than four total. I do think there is, as far as volume statistics, a little bit of positional bias is the wrong word, but we have to recognize that part of it. But here's my question. Does any... Because Wilds, your point all postseason, and I think you've been correct, has been, uh, why can't anyone guard him? That's a salient point. Is Mahomes-Kelsey the most unguardable combination ever? I'll see. I think it might be. I like doesn't that seem like anybody can guard him. Could and, anybody guard Jerry Rice? Well, listen, Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver ever, but I don't right. know if it helps or hurts him this, this, him in this discussion that he then put up very similar numbers with Steve Young, that he put up amazing numbers when he was with the Raiders and he was 40 years old. That, to me, your argument almost feels more of a Jerry Rice argument as far as is he the greatest football player But Montana's – like we talked yesterday about the list. Mm-hmm. Right now we both have yeah. Brady, Montana – Mahomes. Right now, Montana is the second best quarterback ever. Jerry Rice is the best receiver ever. Travis is yes, but, but, give, but if you want to give me best those, But the thing is, for Brady and for Rice, the reason they are those things is a lot of the stuff they did without the other guy. Montana won two Super Bowls before Jerry Rice walked in that door. Jerry Rice added a hundred touchdowns after Joe he left Joe Montana. Our argument for Kelsey and Mahomes is almost entirely based on what they've Kelsey done together. Kelsey was really good. With, he was really good. With Alex he Smith. was a two-time Pro Bowler yeah. before Mahomes walked in that door. He was not this, though. I would argue. Yeah, I, I just I, again, I'm a receiver, and I respect what Jerry Rice has done. Obviously, he's the greatest receiver to ever play the game, in my opinion. But what Ke- Travis Kelsey has been able to do, I, like at tight end. Like, he, he doesn't – Tight end in what it used to be. Oh, no, no. I don't care about that. I'm just saying, like, I understand, he's their number – This what, is the on, thing. Wait, 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 wait. If Jerry Rice when, was when on they that go, team. When they, when they enter into the huddle and they call a pass play, he is not in that pass play progression every single time. When Jerry Rice was in that huddle with Joe Montana yeah. and they called a pass play, that part's he is true, in bro. the route that progression part's true. every single time. That's all Let I'm me saying. ask you like, this. It's, what he's been able to do is just ridiculous. If Jerry Rice was on the Chiefs but that's for the a past different five question. years with Tyreek Hill, who's the number that's one That's a different question. That is a question about who's the all-time greater player, uh, Rice but if, or if, if Kelsey. Kelsey is better than Tyreek, why wasn't he the number Be, one option? Because, because they don't play the same position. Because maybe for the past four years, for the past no. four years, maybe the best but, duo was Tyreek. And Mahomes. No, I well, I I disagree. It's, I don't even I, I don't even know if I'm really convinced that he wasn't the number one option. He might not have gotten he the, was the volume. Most, he was the most I mean, valuable. It's arguable. Period. It's arguable. They would never well, trade him. The, he was we, the most we valuable. To, we have to move on. You're with me. Yeah, you Thanks, crush that. My man. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he wasn't the number one option on your own team, but you're better than ever. You crush it. Andy Reid, not looking at retirement. And Patrick Mahomes thinks Kansas City will always be contenders with him at the helm. Here's the coaching QB duo. Listen, I, mean, I, I, I look in the mirror and I'm old. Um, I, my, my heart, though, is young. I mean, I still enjoy doing what I'm doing. I got asked that 50 times here. And finally, I just go, whatever, man. You know, whatever. Um, I'll, I'll say it before the year, and I'll always say, as long as Andy Reid's coaching us, we're always going to have a chance. So uh, well, I'll keep the big guy around a couple more years at least, and uh, we'll try to be back in this game as many times as possible. 
I was surprised this was such a storyline. Yeah, this it, retirement. Me I wasn't too. Worried. Where did that come from? I, I think Andy explained it because at one point he was asked it, and instead of saying just flatly, I'm coming back, he kind of blew off the question, which then seemed to turn it into a story mm-hmm. when there was no speculation that he might be leaving. Right. Yeah. So I, I know we're asking, you know, when, if and when he does leave, mm-hmm. what does that do to the Chiefs' potential of becoming a dynasty winning championships? So I, I want to give Andy Reid credit. In this regard, I think he's the best offensive mind ever. I think he is. I think he has ascended to the top of that mountain. I think he's the best modern play designer ever. I don't want to compare him to like Bill Walsh's right. or his play design, different stuff. But I think he is the greatest in his era and in certain things, and ever in other things. Also, there there was a play in the Super Bowl in that final drive that I think shows you the level of game Andy Reid is playing. So, all year long on third and short. We have been running a stupid fullback dive that drives me nuts to Michael Burton. And I hate and when I saw him on the field here, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. It's fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. And one of the reasons we're a bad third and one team is no offense to Michael Burton, but we've been wasting plays with him. <laughs> and he did it to set that up. I think all year long he was doing it. To be able to set that up in right. a big spot where the Eagles thought the same thing I was thinking, oh, it's getting to that guy. So I think Andy's super special. But here's why I think it keeps going no matter what after he retires. Can we play the A.J. Brown sound? Because this fear is not because of Andy Reid. This fear is because of Patrick Mahomes. Here was A.J. Brown after the Super Bowl. Um, We went up 27-21. I knew uh, deep down that it was probably a chance we were going to lose. Because he got the field goal there instead of the touchdown? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we went up 27 21. <laughs> you, know, you, you can't stand that, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we doing? He just go being ahead. honest. I like we'll it. Go, but that's because of Mahomes, is my point. So I think it'll keep going. Great. 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 You haven't heard that sound yet? No. <laughs> AJ Brown. Is oh, he going to no, have, have trouble I walking in that line? I you up here. I just dropped you off my hands. Oh, no. I, I can't. No, See, you don't. Is he going to have trouble walking in that locker room? No, he's not going to have okay. trouble walking in the locker room. But, dude, really? Like, what? I, I, I don't care who we were playing. Like, it, I, number one, I'm on the field. And then whoever we got at quarterback, we, I believe in that. Aaron or Brett. Man, right. What? <laughs> Are you? I'm, 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 he was right. I, I mean, <laughs> he didn't call it. I, it don't sound good. It doesn't sound good. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm with no. the, the, the diner, it doesn't. What? End. The great quarterbacks. It, as much as respect as I have for Andy Reid, I mean Peyton Manning had what five coaches? It didn't end. Tom Brady, it didn't end without Belichick. Obviously, went to Tampa Bay. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers, McCarthy, Matt Lafleur, no. We are planting the seeds of like who deserves more credit, Andy Reid or Belichick, or Patrick Mahomes. That's a great conversation to have. Yeah, well, except they'll never. It won't end in ugly divorce. You know, I mean, they love each other. Two bones. Twenty years. They do commercials together. Good one. Yeah. Brown. Maybe we should have done a whole topic. We should. We, we, we should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish we had. Greg is so upset. This darkness retreat next. He's so upset. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. 
Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours. Plus, earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. Aaron Rodgers getting ready for his four-day darkness retreat. Now, there were reports that the retreat had started. Those reports were debunked by the man himself today on McAfee. Turns out, bro, it was the reporters who actually... Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. We're in the dark. (laughs) Current odds. Packers, Raiders, Jets. Greg, when this ends... Are you expecting a resolution to the questions surrounding Aaron Rodgers? I mean, sure. <laughs> I, look, to, I, you know, I went back and forth on this, and, and it, I really don't care. Okay. I, I really don't. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm at the point now where the Jets, you know, Derek Carr, in what, 25 minutes, yep. will, be, will be released, and they need to sign Derek Carr. The, the reports out there, if they are, if we're not okay. in the dark, mm-hmm. is that the Raiders are interested in Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit more. Can't blame him for that. Go get <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Blame him out. He wins. Go get Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> then Aaron can just do whatever he's doing and yeah. think about whether he's can, actually going to go back to the Packers or retire. Can I, can I, well, he's not retiring. Because, I think exactly. there's no chance. My point. 60 million bucks. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Brew, just quickly here? Can't blame uh, the, do you think this is – I don't want to sound mean – I guess I don't know how not to. I think what Aaron Rodgers is doing is odd. I just think it's odd behavior. A lot of this stuff, I'm not judging, just in my opinion, it's odd behavior. You can say I'm a square for that or whatever. Unconventional, sure. Very unconventional. Do you think that hurt, that this level of odd behavior, at least a little bit, hurts his trade value? Hurts the amount that a team wants him to be. I think it's okay to maybe have an eccentric guy at a bunch of positions. I think quarterback highest paid on the team that you trade for to take you over the top, it would give me pause. I think that, plus you're coming off arguably your worst year ever. You're, what, 39 years old? Yeah, I think those two things, those three things combined absolutely hurt his trade value. I I think, like you said, Greg, I think he's going to end up back in Green Bay. I don't think he's retiring. Where is he going? <laughs> that's that's, I think it's that's Green Bay. why I'm like, I mean, it, because what he's doing right now is he's making essentially the Packers wait. Wait. And, but essentially, even those who are interested wait. Right. Because if they really wanted to make moves, like if whoever wants their car, who obviously the Jets could use them, the, Ra- the Raiders definitely could use them, but they're not, the Saints, all of this they could make these moves, but teams would be willing to wait to see what Aaron Rodgers but, is going to do. So, and I'm saying, so just the forget money, it. His level of play and then some but of his also, behavior. But also, he was so absolutely. adamant, Wilds, on McAfee today that this has been on the books for four months. Yeah, he had it. You have to schedule okay. these things. But, so, like, but that yeah. just, again, and I, and I don't want to sound judgmental, but I guess I don't know how to. That means that Aaron Rodgers had the plan was, all right, 
play the season, yeah. go to the playoffs, yeah. win a Super Bowl, Check have the parade, the and two days later do a darkness retreat for four days. It just seems weird to <laughs> me, man. Right, if they had won the Super Bowl, maybe. But it was on the books the four months ago. Four months ago, it's on the books. Do we he's, know where he's he scheduled going? this a long time? Uh, like not, a cabin, the wilderness? No, I'm not 100% sure. Not a beach. And I, I don't you even could wanna... do that in your home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you yeah, know what I mean? Of course. Well, I, I like time alone. I like meditating and all that. I'm, I'm just saying, you could do it in your home. Well, you have. You, you don't have need it. to go straight all over the world to have a darkness retreat. Not that I've had one before. Okay. But I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, from one great quarterback to another, uh, franchise quarterback. Mac Jones uh, is working out. I got no issue. Posting it on the internet. Now, Greg, what are we doing? That's what I, I had to say. <laughs> These quarterbacks, I'll tell I you. I just, oh, Wilds Cook. Here's the problem. It's very similar to the darkness retreat. If this is what you want to do, it's fine. But, man, why are you putting it out? Oh, man, here he is rolling around on the ground. <laughs> I want you... This is marketing. If you're putting it out, you're marketing. And that might be an effective exercise, Greg. But you know what I want to see from my quarterback? Just meat and potatoes. I want to see the bench press. I want to see the squat. I want to see some deadlifting. Those heavy balls that they have at uh, America's Strongest Man's. No, heavier than a medicine ball. Yeah, the, stones. The, the, you lift them up and you put a stone there. I don't. This one's okay. There's one with a kettleball that is okay. But if there's any exercise, Greg, that my grandmother could be doing, sometimes out of a like, that's the one that you can't put that out. Yeah, no, you. I'm you can't you. put that I love one it. out. Keep, keep going. Of Twister. It's keep ridiculous. Going. It's just not. You, what are you doing? Like, you're, this is marketing. This is marketing. Did you see the stuff that Cam Newton used to put out? It was in black and white, and he was drenched in sweat. He looked awesome. There was a soundtrack. These are just random videos from Planet Fitness. He's rolling around on the ground with a, with a, a stretchy thing. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The socks are terrible. Right? It's not good. It's not great. And if you've lost me, you've lost America. I am the foremost proponent of Mac Jones. I'm doing this out of love. You can't do this. You do the bench press. Do the Jalen. Jalen Hurts was squatting 600 pounds. 600 pounds. And everybody in Oklahoma was screaming, going crazy. And this guy's... <laughs> Doing yoga on the wall. <laughs> on the wall. It's oh, not even ready. <laughs> like it's unacceptable. Can I say it's something unacceptable. that might, might make you feel better? I doubt it. What do you think the TB12 stuff looks like? But he didn't put he's it out there. He's not posting it. But he's promoting TB12 all over the. It probably looks a lot like. But but stuff. Th- that's oh. what Wiles is saying. He's not. The, when we I see Tom that. Brady, we see him in shoulder pads on with a helmet. With on a helmet on. In Colorado. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I do it in Colorado. Why? I don't know. Because there's pine trees and it just feels a certain way. Or just like running on the beach. Not Wiles, this. I've got a play to show you that'll wow. make you feel. Don't do that. The bench press might have helped you in that Yeah, just play, the bench the press, Greg. <laughs> I know I'm old school, but it's, you could do a squat, with you Greg, bench press. I'll give you 500 cash if you nah, recreate man. that video on your IG feed tomorrow. That is, I, I don't even know what he's doing. What is he trying to accomplish? No. Lateral movement. Everyone's hit lateral ability, movement nowadays. I mean, oh, God. just do straight deadlifts. <laughs> 
Coming up next. Have the Lakers lost all of them? Okay. I like this wild. Yeah. It's every once in a while when wild things mean, it's the best bird. It's out of love. Get left. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Coming up next. Shout out to Willie Geist, way too early. Nick's way too early NFL tears. Oh, we're next. Family way member shout too outs. Early. Well, it's, it's the name of a shout show. Shout out to Louis Wright. And you ripped it oh. off. Uh, <laughs> next on first thing, look how happy Mahomes is in Burrow. Way too early. It's upset. Lakers lose again. Fourth loss in five games. Dame had 40. Anthony Davis had a quiet 19. LeBron had zero. He sat out yet again. Since breaking the record, he scored two points. <laughs> That's true, actually. It's true. <laughs> he's chilling now. Uh, yeah, he's at the Super Bowl. He's hurt. Like I got he's my hurt. Uh, he's working How out today. dare you? Brew, are you ready to give up on the Lakers? Nick, I'm going to be honest. It's hard for me to say LeBron James is not going to even make the play-in. Forget the playoffs. The play-in. Mm. That's what Especially last when he's year. playing well. Well, but overall, I don't think he's going to be healthy enough. And I think I don't trust AD either. So I do think because of the injuries, they will miss it. And here's the thing, um, Nick: they're they're only 11 and 14 with LeBron and AD. So he, they're actually the 10 and nine with today, LeBron by, by himself. <laughs> like they got a better record. And AD, something's going on with him. Last four games, 17 points. Now he's getting 15 rebounds. Throw up the full screen. 41% shooting. We can jump it a little early, I think. So, maybe. yeah, I. Uh, the, yeah, he's 17, 15, and 1 on 41%, 0% from three. And that last number is usually a sign wow. not playing that hard. Less yes. than four free throw attempts Absolutely. a game. Those last four games started with the record breaking night. Which seemed odd all the way around, right. around Wilds. Yeah, well, he also, I mean, this is big news. He deactivated his Instagram account. Uh-huh. Here's the script I wrote, yeah. I wrote for it. Stand yeah. by. I just want to read it verbatim. Um, AD deactivates his Instagram account after the Blazers' loss. And then I wrote, dash, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so this is just, there's three things that have really gotten in, uh, in my craw, burr in my saddle. Ooh. One was the That's All Folks shirt. 
where he said, "He doesn't pick out his own." Quote: I, I, "I didn't choose it. I actually didn't choose it. It was hanging for me when I put my clothes on. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on." Uh, two, when he was sitting down while LeBron broke the record, he said, uh, "It's because we were losing, even though LeBron's shot had cut the game to five and he had a right. full quarter Absolutely. to play. He just was locked in and kind of like that." And now, for some reason, he deletes his Instagram. Like, man, if you want to do it, just. Do it so, the full way. So I think he is kind of, So I don't know what's happening with Anthony Davis. My theory the night of the record was that his name had popped up in trade rumors and it really angered him and bothered him. And again, I want to make it very clear because I know people know that I have some connections to certain guys or agencies or whatever. I have no insight, in, inside information on that whatsoever. It was just we thought KD might be being shopped. We then found out he was being shopped. We knew the Lakers were engaging the Nets uh, about Kyrie. It seemed only logical that Rob Palenka, even though, you know, I don't think he's necessarily the savviest GM, he might throw Kevin Durant's name out there, see if he's available, and the only way to get him would be to trade Anthony Davis. But last night's game was an abomination. I don't know that a lot of people watched it, so let me explain something. The Blazers historically don't have a great front court. Right. Last night, they played one guy who's taller than 6'7", and that one guy is not exactly prime John Conkak. It was Drew Eubanks, (laughs) who's a sixth-year undrafted kid who has 49 career starts. If there was ever a night when this is a team you are chasing for the play-in, that you should, if you are Anthony Bleeping Davis, get 35 points. Now, listen, maybe they lose anyway because the Blazers were on such fire from three. I don't know. But everyone in that game, it was like a 6-7 and under game except for Drew Eubanks, and then there's Anthony Davis. If there's ever a night to, to put your team, the team on your back as best as you can, I it. That 17 points on 40% shooting and less than four free throws a game in the last four games, something's going on. And then you deactivate your Instagram, yeah. something's going I don't know what it is, but something's going on, and then they have no, no shot. No. He can't be trusted to play a long stretch of great basketball. He just can't. But he, he used to the be last, able to. He, when they weren't – and I don't know – look – I don't know, is he bothered that it's all about LeBron and everybody, LeBron's still playing great, so the blame goes on Anthony Davis because he's always hurt or he's not playing well enough? I don't know. But I'm with you. Something is Something's awry. A miss. And he was playing awesome so what, for great. a couple months. Now he's back to being mediocre. Not even what he was when he was just mediocre for him. All right, across the country, the rebuilding uh, Nets lost oh. to the Knicks. The story here, Ben Simmons' regression. Oh, Didn't start. Played only 13 minutes. Brew, here's some truth bombs from Jacques Vaughn. This is bad, bro. It's going to be uh, some work that we have to do uh, because you just take a look at what the lineups could potentially look like. You put another big next to Ben, then you got to figure out what the spacing is around him. Then if you put a playmaker next to him, then you got to figure out what Ben looks like without the basketball. Then if you go small without with Ben, then you got to figure out can you rebound enough with him. All right, so the challenges are ahead of us. All right, Brew, your reaction. My reaction, first of all, I agree with everything that Jacques Vaughn just Are said. you a little shocked he said it? Well, it, you've been listening to his press conference. I mean, he's I mean, pretty he's straightforward pretty, guy. Right, he's a straightforward guy, and I, and I Sweet respect beard, that. honest. <laughs> right, I, I love it. A lot of good qualities. But this is Ben Simmons' refusal to work on his game coming back to haunt him. 
period. Defense, which he's been a great defensive player throughout the course of his career. You, If you're strong, if you're athletic, and you want to do it, you can be a good defender. All right? Uh, passing ability. He's got that, right? He's just got that court vision that he was blessed with, so he can do that. The one thing he had to work on is shooting, and he still, I don't know, what is he, six years into his career, will not shoot but the bro, basketball. But, bro, it's gone the other direction. Well, he's can got we show this no play? Like, this play, it, it, it's quick. you got to watch it. So, Ben's the second one who gets the ball here. He has a layup, and it's just, and you can't play basketball that way. He's afraid. This is one of the most intriguing falls from grace. Usually when a perennial all-star, and I'm not saying he was on a Hall of Fame track, but a perennial perennial all-star, when he falls off, it is because of a physical injury. Derrick Rose, Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway. I don't want to make light of it, but this is a mental, like, he's, he's, he he's is lost. I, he's timid. He's afraid. Well, he's I, lost all I of his I feel like confidence. this makes you legitimately sad. I was legit sad, but he also did like some podcasts this before the season started. Yeah, where it didn't feel like there was a total ownership of the situation that he was yeah. in. It felt like a little bit of revisionist history Abs- on how absolutely. the Sixers I, yep. exit happened. I was like, well, that didn't exactly happen. So to me, when I heard that, I felt like we weren't necessarily. On the other side of the healing mountain, it does. Per se. It does not seem like, and I say this, someone that's been to twenty some Nets home games this year. I watched it in person. It does not seem like he wants to be out there, and I I don't want to crush him because it does feel sad to me because I can't believe he doesn't want to be out there the way he once right. was, but that that guy is a does not want to have the ball passed to him. Yeah. Which you don't usually see at this level. Can I give you a little bit of hope? Oh. Markel Fultz, who we saw, also was in Philly, shot totally broken. This year, most minutes, most field goal attempts, making over half his shots. But we thought once they, if the Nets weren't good anymore and they were out of the spotlight, it'd be good for him. Jacques Vaughn doesn't seem to have that confidence. This is brutal. Minutes. Brutal. Well, that was the knock, though, from a lot of people. True or not, a lot of people around the league felt early on in Philly. Like the he fame, doesn't love the game. Money. He likes the celebrity. Yeah. He likes, obviously, the money. He just does. He's a good basketball player. But he does he love the game? It doesn't seem so. Celebrity and money, though. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Great things. Oh, coming up tomorrow. Oh, live from the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Nick is in Travis Kelsey's Louis Vuitton <laughs> soon to be home. mine. Mahomes has got a Supreme fanny pack, and Brew and I are dressed in Brooks Brothers. <laughs> Where am I? Uh, oh, right. oh, oh, I didn't get invited. Okay, I'll see you guys uh, no, next no, no, time. No, no, we tried to, but they saw all your picks these playoffs against them, and they said, Big <laughs> uh, Last night, while nursing a collective hangover, a select committee of pundits, Bookworms and Paul Rudd <laughs> met in a Manhattan drawing room to burn the midnight oil and deliver the best segment in all of sports media. It's an honor, it's a privilege, it's an early edition of Nick's Tears. It is, and you know, listen, we don't reveal members of the committee, but no. I will tell you, Paul Rudd, not on the committee. Oh. Eric Stone Street, however, is. See you tomorrow, Eric. All right, on the clock. All 32 teams featured here, by the way. Uh, season's already over. Uh, you're about to draft and just start focusing on the next draft. That's the Cardinals, Washington, the Colts, and the Texans. Trying to rebuild. These teams have some pieces that I like. 
and one of them could possibly be frisky. Hmm. I'm thinking maybe the Bears, but the Falcons have caught my eye a bit as well. Hmm. Time to rebuild. All of these teams have made the conference championship game or the Super Bowl in the last five years. In one way or another, went all in to get there, and now it is time to look yourself in the mirror like after a hard night of drinking after winning a Super Bowl and you got some questions to answer. <laughs> and it is time to start the hard work of rebuilding your rosters. League average, they all should hover around eight or nine wins. None of these teams should be terrible, but it would be very surprising if any of these teams won 11 or 12 games, but it would also be surprising if any of these teams only won five or six games. QB quandary. Hmm. All of these teams have different types of quarterback questions, but if they get the right answers to them, they could be quite good. The Ravens, is Lamar going to stay there? Are you going to get a deal done? The Jets, are you going to acquire a quarterback? The Packers, are you going to keep your quarterback? The Browns, is the Deshaun Watson we saw as a Texan ever coming back? If so, you could be dangerous. And the Giants, is Daniel Jones going to improve? Or did we see the ceiling from him, in which case you have a far more limited offense than you would like? Media darlings, good teams, but, you know, the media way overvalues them and overlooks their obvious flaws. For the Chargers, that flaw is that they're the Chargers, and I'm sorry, but you appear to be snake-bitten. For the Bills, it is your most important players, you know, a bit of a roller coaster, I've heard. And for Miami, it is an uncomfortable conversation, but we do have to worry about the long-term viability of your quarterback. One piece away, all three of these teams are one significant move away from being potentially a Super Bowl contender. For the Jags, they need a true impact defender. I know they drafted Walker number one overall. They need someone else in addition to it. I feel Philly needs one significant addition in that back seven, be it an impact you get middle linebacker, more likely an impact defensive back. And for the Cowboys, that one move is a new coach. All right, truly terrifying. <laughs> 49ers, Bengals. Uh, either could have won the Super Bowl this year. They're good enough rosters, a few, a little more luck, a little few more bounces for the Niners obviously needed their quarterback not to have his elbow blow up on them, and either could win the Super Bowl next year. That brings us to number one contenders, which of course, hmm. there is none. Give me a break. Who's the number one contender? Vacant. But we know it's up at the top, <laughs> Dynasty. The reason number one contender is vacant is because it implies there is real competition for the Chiefs. And they are complete. you know, there is. The 70s Steelers, okay. the 90s oh, wow. Cowboys, oh, wow. the 80s Niners. Those are the teams the Chiefs are competing with. I don't need to explain Woo. why. The committee, never a doubt, uh, always believed in you. Greg Jennings, go ahead. Uh, the Giants. What about them? They got their quarterback. Really? They, absolutely. Oh, remember, he's top 10. Greg, Greg said top 10, dead or alive. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Thank you. Yeah, you know how I feel about Daniel Jones. He's yeah. their guy. Look, you have cap space. Mm-hmm. You don't need quarterback. You, as great as Saquon was, you let him go. Oof. You let him go. You can. Your team just showed the world we can get it done with someone that doesn't cost us so much. I'm not saying. This was Patrick Rose. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand that. But with Brian Dable coming in and what he was able to do with a young Daniel Jones, if they can put an a, additional pieces around him, 
get a veteran guy at receiver, receiver. draft some guys. It doesn't, but they don't have a number one guy. When we saw, go ahead, sorry. When we saw uh, Stephon Diggs go to Buffalo, right. it changed the landscape totally for true. Josh Allen. That's true. That's what can happen for Daniel Jones if they allow. You're saying we're building around you. That's what you're saying if you're the That's Giants right. and you're going with Daniel Jones and no Saquon. You know who they Giants could use. A Kadarius Tony type. They should try to go get somebody like that. Bro, <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> we don't need that Kadarius Tony type. First, I'm gonna give you a little love. The Broncos. Yeah. They have not been that high since back. I've been well, on yeah, the show. Sean really? You're giving Russell Wilson a little bit of love. Like that Payton. Russell. I don't think it's, yeah, I don't it's not it's Russell. Russell. It's Sean Payton. He's going. He's going to make the most out of Russ, but. I'm going to say this. The Bills, Nick, come on. Oh, my God. The Bills were back. They were only 13-3. and three. They only had a top 10 schedule as far as toughness all season. They only had the second best defense in the league in terms of points allowed. They only had the second best offense. And they got a quarterback who got an MVP vote. Okay. And we'll be back. And all this talk about, oh, he fell off. He fell off. Really? Touchdowns, interceptions, just about the same. But as that's last because year he fell Dave off the year before. Uh, no, he was really good the year no, before, and, he, and he's put a scare into you guys. No. You know that. Yeah. His passer rating up. His yards per game up. Bro, you're Josh Allen is coming to, out with a vengeance. A I'm just warning you. I'm letting you know. I don't have a committee warrant to T-shirt, but wait I'm letting you know no. that Josh Allen is coming with a vengeance. Okay. Josh. I believe it. Oh, no. This is not the butler. <laughs> a couple things. One is you are comparing Josh Allen's numbers not to the Josh Allen we were promised he was, which was the actual MVP candidate in 2020, but to the Josh Allen he was in 2021 when he did not make the Pro Bowl, but Mac Jones did. So it's a little disingenuous. But can we show the tears, the, that, that part of the tears one more time? It, it, you are saying I have the Bills too low. Yes. Which team... Did they? Because you're basing it on you gave me all the things I they did last year. I would definitely put them ahead of Dallas. Which team? And the Jaguars. To? Why? Because they're better. Why? Dallas. It, it, they got a better quarterback than both of those teams. But no, what evidence do we? Did they have a better year than those teams? Because both of those yeah, teams they went lost. Thirteen and three. Both of those teams lost in the same round and were more competitive in their playoff games against tougher opponents than Buffalo lost well, to. Well, look, the Chiefs. They're awesome. But they let teams hang around. Oh, my God. And the Jags, they let Houston hang around. Okay, what are we They let Denver hang around. They let the Jags hang around. The Bills finished seventh place in the NFL in back-to-back years. And guess where I am on the tiers? I have six teams out of They had a better season. What is this not? They beat the Chiefs in the regular season. What is this not? It's not the standings. It's not the standings. They want the standings. Go pick up your local USA I'll take my medicine. I'm just warning you. Josh is coming. I would like to move the Lions up to media darlings because I'm in the media and they're my darlings. So, okay. uh, that. few reasons. Reason number one, sneaky good. Won eight of their last ten games. They dispatched of the Packers. This is the little celebration in the locker room for a game that really didn't mean anything. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. You're like, ah, maybe they're going to downshift if they realize they can't they're get passionate. in. But they played great and I think they really rally around Dan Campbell. Reason number two, and this serves a little bit as a Rams diss track this last part. Reason number two, golf. All of a sudden, Jared Goff. Prince of the North, really good. Let's look at Jared Goff's numbers. Uh, TD interception. This is from uh, week 10 to 18. Uh, First, pass rating uh, second, completion percentage six, passing yards per game six. 
It's fantastic. Footnote, minimum 200 pass attempts. Just remember that. And then finally, <laughs> how are they going to get better? Because that defense was no good. And this is where the Rams diss track comes in. They've got picks 6 and 18. Wow, how do they get that? Well, 18 is their own. 6 is the Rams pick. So we got Jared Goff and the sixth pick. Yeah. But two defensive players in there, all of a sudden they got two second-round picks. Maybe that defense, which has had a little Agent Hutchinson injection, gets even better. Then all of a sudden, whoo! You know what? Their well lines done. are cooking. Well, you know well, what? Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll add to your point. Sure. Because while Wilds is not on the committee, we've We've considered Am I opening on up a spot. We, you know, we've watched like Rivals.com. Yeah, you know, we've the uh, guy. They also essentially add Jamison Williams. Yeah, it, there you go. The, Jamison gotcha. Williams, who was their first round pick this year, what, who did not play much because yeah. of the injury, oh. and I think he could be a star if he's able to stay healthy. So you know what? That's why it's way too early. We yeah. got to see some things and whatever it is. But yeah. I, you make some compelling points. Bru, you can learn a lot from him. <laughs> or honey and vinegar type thing, you know? You butter that him up. well done, Wilds. You had, you had some good points on it. I thought you did too, though. Thanks. I know. <laughs> but if you crush your beatbox. Look, I, I, I'm not picking the Bills necessarily. I'm just uh, saying. Yeah, you said you're coming with a vengeance. There we go. Welcome back to a big Tuesday show. we got a great seven minutes for you here. Luca. To Kyrie, Kyrie, do you want it? Yeah, I'll take it. No, you know what's your team. Like, no, you know what? You're the new guy. You shoot it. Like, ah, I don't really want to. Why don't you show? Game's over. Uh, here's both players after the game. Take a listen. I was trying to get him a shot. He's trying to get me a shot. So, at the end, nobody got a shot. Uh, but he was going off, you know. So, uh, we tried to get a shot off, and we couldn't. What happened on that man? <laughs> man, I'm still trying to emotionally recover, man. Goodness, still so raw. Oh man, um, I would have liked to at least get a shot up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Typically, the goal <laughs> get a shot up. I thought it was a good <laughs> sign, though. That they, yeah, they felt like they were. It was like mutually They're trying respect. to help each other. Yes. No. Good sign or bad it, it sign. Was, well, first, let me go here. Can you imagine if that exact play had happened in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, and instead of Luke and Kyrie, it was Durant and Kyrie? I don't Kyrie. have to imagine. Can we you imagine it. what Nick would be saying? Yeah. He would be crushing all the yeah. nets. They can't even get a shot off. Yeah. They're, they're the, next, the next year nets can't even get a shot off in the clutch. Well, guess what, Nick? What? Now it's the next year match. Okay. All right? It's the next year match. They are Brooklyn South now. All right? (laughs) That's your squad. Your team Kyrie now. Red Hulk. And and look, Kyrie, they're 0-2 now with Kyrie and Luka playing. Yeah. And I'm not – look, Kyrie can play off the ball, so they got talent. But it ain't looking good so far. This is your squad. And the worst thing – you guys, is it a good or bad sign? It ain't a good sign, I'll tell you that. And what's bad, Nick, for all the offensive foibles that we just watched, the <laughs> defense. What's the problem? They've given, and, and going 0-2 with Luke and Kyrie, they've allowed 128 points yeah, the a game. Yeah, defense has been a problem. That's <laughs> like six more care. than the Spurs allow yeah, game. Spurs no, got the worst defense a problem. in the league. Yeah. The, the, and when Brew says they're my Mavs, what Brew is referring yeah. to is, I picked the Mavs for the year to win the title. 
And the reason they are still my Mavs is unlike other certain television commentators, I take the Mr. Consistency title quite seriously. And so I will not you abandon them. You got new information. You want play. the olive branch? I, well, no, I don't want the olive branch. And you don't have any olive branches over there. <laughs> I got that was a fake Dusty, offer. Is supposed to be I have branches. all the olive branches down here. <laughs> 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 can we show that final play again just real yeah. quick? And then we can talk big picture. You're going to find a positive the little, in this? No, the little picture stuff is, what is Kyrie doing at the end? Because they're down three. So it is hot potato, hot potato. I get it. But once Kyrie gets it here, he has a shot. He could have another shot. And then he goes in. They're just ruined. Even if that pass is completed. Like Kyrie does have what would be a contested, and this is a better angle of it. Whoop. When he touches it the second time here, you got to shoot yeah. it, Kyrie, or shoot it now, yeah. Kyrie. Yeah. What you can't do is that with two seconds left down three. So it's a mistake by Kyrie Irving there. And, yeah, of course I have major concerns. I have major concerns. I, uh, I had major concerns about the Mavs for the last two months ever since it was clear they were not recreating their defense of last season. Yeah. Then they doubled down on their strength, which is offense, with Kyrie. And to me, long-term, that is no chance of working with Kyrie. Short-term, I'm not going to abandon it. Yeah. But the only way it can work is if Luca recognizes, to mix metaphors a bit, he has to. It has to be. He has to be LeBron and Kyrie has to be Dwayne Wade as far as the defined roles. Like year two, I'm not saying the LeBron. You know I the know LeBron problem, Kyrie though? thing would have made more sense maybe. Yeah, but right. those roles were always defined. My point is when LeBron and D Wade didn't work. It was when stuff like they this. Decided. It was like okay, back so, and forth. It has the to be. The thing is, those two were great defensively. That oh no, well that that might away. prevent That's, them from right. from going deep in the playoffs. So I'm saying, as far as for the offense to work the way it needs. But to. you've watched Luca since he was a little boy. Yeah. Growing up all through uh-huh. Real Madrid, yeah. onto the Mavs. Has he ever been on a team where he's not going to get the final shot? And do you expect him to be like, you know what, this game, you take it? No, but he shouldn't. He listen, Luca is right now. As good as anyone in the league at clutch shooting. Now, Kyrie's quite Kyrie's good at that as too. well. Right. So it is a good option if they double Luka. But that's the point I'm making. I don't think you should look at it as the Mavs have two end-of-game options. I think they should look at it as Luka is the end-of-game option. And if the, if the defense you know, sends to Adam right. or makes it to where that would be a bad option, then at least you're not giving it, no disrespect, but to Reggie Bullock, you're giving it to Kyrie Irving, who is big game bona fides as well. I think that's how this works. All right, Peru, I want to play a Kyrie sound. This was before the game mm. um, about his long-term future with Dallas. Take a listen. Okay. What do you need to see in order to possibly sign a long-term deal to remain a Maverick? Well, I'll answer your second question first. Uh, I would love to just... I uh, had a respect of um, you guys and everybody the rest of the season of just like continuously asking me that because it just puts unwarranted distractions on us and our team. And I've dealt with it before, and it's very emotionally draining. Okay, bro. Emotionally draining. <laughs> Don't ask those questions. <laughs> well, look, and it pains me to say this, but Kyrie, I guess he's gotten to this point long ago, but he's at the point where people aren't going to take him at his word. They just aren't. Because wasn't it, what, a week before the trade demand? He said it was, he was all in in Brooklyn. Yes, talking like they were about to make a run and he was all in. And when KD back, yeah. gets and back, it turns out, good. actually, he was thinking about getting out of there after the first year. First year. First now year. think about that. The first year, Kyrie played, I believe, 20 games. I, I Durant didn't play means. at all. 
And oh, did he mean even I don't know next if he year? Means first year or second right. year? Who knows? But even after that, Durant yeah. signs a four-year extension. Yeah. Kyrie's trying to get an extension yeah. all the way up until the day he asked for the trade. So look, all he has to do, we know he's a great basketball player, so he'll do that. But off the court, he just has to not create distractions. Period. And nobody yeah. really believes he's going to be able to do that for the next the two other, or three months. Wilds, here's the other thing. He can only sign a two-year extension right now, which is not what he wants. He has to wait until the offseason anyway, which means he's going to hit free agency. Are you that confident he's going to stay with the Mavs? No. I think it's LeBron James time. You think he's signing with the Lakers? Well, I'm a Windhorse guy. If a Windhorse puts out the breadcrumbs, I'm out there like a little bit. <laughs> I'm up. I think it's, I think it's Lakers. I think Kyrie. It, the, the, it seems like a lot of smart NBA people think that, which makes this Mavs trade all the more puzzling. Because if they are just all in on this season and they did it to try to placate Luca, fine. But if you end up trading a really valuable guy, uh, guess where we're going to be tomorrow? Kansas City. Yeah. You guessed it. It's for the Kansas parade. Kansas City. Grand <laughs> Marshall Nick have any parade surprises? Yeah, I want you to take us on a little tour of Kansas City. Okay. Well, from barbecue no spots. Yeah. You, you got it. Question. Question for you. Does your favorite true crime podcast deliver cogent sports analysis? And does your favorite sports podcast solve crimes? Well, if the answer is no, get yourself a podcast that can do both. First things first, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Did you get special podcast Crime-solving crime solving music. I'm telling you, the audio space, it's very big on solving crimes. Metal's time, Lakers in Portland. God. Uh, Shaden Sharp, Bruce so guy. dumb. Boom. Woo. Nice. Lakers lose again. Nice, Shaden. Dame had 40. Maybe he's made the medal stand. But Bronze medal, Jalen Brunson. 40 and 5 on like 73% shooting from the field. Top 55 player. That's why he's going to be on the next installment oh, of the good. pyramid. Nice. Good, good for you, Nick. Silver medal, Donovan. Ooh. You, you know what would have been crazy, Brew? Don't to have a Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell backcourt. Would have been nice. That would have <laughs> been that wild. That would have been nice. Wild. Forty-one, four and five, and a win over the hapless Spurs, and then a gold medal. Damian Lillard. I stepped on that. Sorry. That's all right. Don't worry about it, pal. Uh, Forty points, six rebounds, five assists, and a win over the you know hapless Lakers. It would appear. It also should be noted that about two weeks ago, Patrick Beverly had the audacity to mock Damian Lillard. Since then, Damian Lillard has been a fire-breathing dragon, and Patrick Beverly has been traded and bought out and is currently unemployed. Hmm. <laughs> Guess what? Good motivator. Oh, okay. Oh, good motivator. Yes. There's the metal stand from Sorry, last night, the association. Uh, first things first, live from Kansas City tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Nick? Yeah. It's my first time in Kansas City. Brew actually grew up there or nearby. <laughs> I spent some time there. What do you have in store for the well, first squad? Well, I want to tell the audience something just to be because, you know, we, Brew, myself, Wilds, we're all draped in objectivity. Of course. Uh, if the Eagles had won, we'd be going to the. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a Kansas City special Sorry, thing. Dust. Sorry, Dust. We'd be going, oh, down Broad Street, yeah, one in the last 40 years. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, I mean, it's going to be great. I think Travis Kelsey, we're going to see if he's wearing that same mink coat as a couple years okay. ago or if he has a new one. Mm. He's going to have to try to one-up his brother's speech, Jason Kelsey. True. And so there's that. I also want to see, because you guys used against us for years, 
some parade sound a couple years ago. Remember Chris Jones talking Dynasty? You guys yeah. got all mad five, about it. Five, yeah. You guys were like, yeah, it was a lot. You said it was I wonder how that's going to be. So that's going to be great. And of course, we'll take you all over the town. Brew, have you been to Kansas City? I have never. It's one of the few. Get out Neither have you ever I've been never there. Never been to Kansas City. It is wow. unbelievable. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, and by the way, for, we're going to have. We got to make sure the times line up, but we should have a bunch of players on the show. Our, our, Kansas City Chiefs, you're talking about, not just me and Brew. Oh, yeah, that's Plus. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> also, maybe Eric Stone Street, Paul Rudd, stop by the show. It should oh, be great. a good time. Oh, oh wow. Paul yeah. Rudd. It's going to be a little bit hard for us to r- remain objective, especially you. Well, I, well, because you just feel like you have the onus of objectivity. I'm the clown on the show. <laughs> it just feels like Those are your we'll, words, be, not mine. we'll be draped in Chiefs gear <laughs> the, trying yeah. to make cogent points. So, and I'll, you know, I'll obviously, you know, I'll be bouncing back and forth from the set. I assume they're going to, you know, I'll be on, uh, I assume they're going to have me say a few words. Oh, you know, I mean, I'm not oh, sure. We'll, so we'll see. So, okay. it'll be a fun show. That's be great. Fun. If that happens, we're going to end up talking about the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Play more of that Mac Jones video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> As Speak is up next. We'll see you tomorrow from Kansas City.